Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. Thank you for joining me in this podcast on evidence-based medicine and wellness. I'm here today with Dr. Alan Safdie, world-famous gastroenterologist and well-known international speaker uh, on um, nutrition and medicine, as well as wellness. Uh, Dr. Safdie, let's talk about olive oil. I know there's been some interesting talks, uh, interesting articles about olive oil recently. Does olive oil intake make you live longer? Bill, you know, we've been talking about olive oil for years. I remember lecturing a decade ago on olive oil because of the Mediterranean diet. Um, But we have some new fascinating stuff uh, that was just published recently where olive oil intake was tied to reduce mortality or death rates. Uh, But let's go back a little bit and and talk a little bit about the Mediterranean diet. yeah, so for our audience, just briefly uh, review what the Mediterranean diet is. Yeah, that's a good question, you know, a good question, and a lot of people actually probably don't know. I mean, let's think of the Mediterranean diet pyramid with the largest portion of that pyramid being fruits, vegetables, grains, mostly whole grains, not processed foods, olive oil, beans, nuts, legumes, seeds, herbs, and spices kind of the middle of the slightly smaller portion of that pyramid is fish and seafood. And at the top of that pyramid, you know, towards the top, you have poultry, eggs, cheese, and yogurt. And then at the very top, the smallest portion of the pyramid are sweets and meats, Um, you know, just a tiny portion of their diet. But if we follow 1.5 million healthy adults, and, and this is from years ago, demonstrated that following the Mediterranean diet, we followed them, was associated with a reduced risk of death from heart disease and cancer, as well as reduced incidence of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Now we have a study with even larger amount of 90,000 U.S. healthcare professionals uh, taking a look at that. But we've known in the past that if you just get rid of a lot of the stuff in a typical American diet uh, and have a diet high in fruits and vegetables and not processed foods and low in um, bad dairy products, and only very modest portions of lean meat, poultry, and almost no sweets, that your blood pressure did better, Um, your LDL did better. So a lot of these things we've already known about, uh, you know, the Mediterranean diet really emphasizes eating predominantly plant-based foods, um, replacing butter with things such as olive oil, and we'll talk about that. Instead of salt, use herbs and spices. Uh, limiting that red meat only a few times per month. And, you know, if you're going to have wine, again, that's fine, but have it in small amounts in moderation. And part of the Mediterranean diet, which is really an integral part, which isn't a diet, is being physically active. Enjoy your meals with family and friends. Um, Those are all important things. But this diet has better outcomes for waist circumference, for high-density lipoprotein, the um, the good portions of cholesterol, lowers triglycerides, helps with blood pressure control, helps with glucose control and metabolic syndrome. So, yeah. You know, and, and part of it, just like you said, is taking a walk, take a walk before you eat or take a walk after you eat or in the morning after you eat, take a walk. I mean, um, exercise is a very important part of the Mediterranean uh, diet uh, scheme. Yeah. No, being an active lifestyle, it doesn't mean going to the gym for 30 minutes and the rest of your day is filled with unhealthy habits. Um, Think about unprocessed, these highly processed foods we eat in the United States that have 
you know, many ingredients, half of them you can't pronounce, are really not good for you. And we, and they, we don't see those in the Mediterranean diet. So we're going to talk a little bit about, about olive oil. But Bill, what percentage of olive oil do you think is uh, tested in the United States by the Department of Agriculture failed to meet quality standards? 10%, 20% of olive oil? Uh, failed to meet standards. Well, I know a lot of it comes uh, from... Uh, Europe and some of it's very old, six months, because it's put on ships and it's, it takes three or four months for the ship to get here. Um, so I would say uh, that um, only about maybe twenty or thirty percent passes. I would guess. Yeah, but that that's good. I mean, sixty nine percent in the previous study of imports tested failed to meet a U.S. Department of Agriculture quality standard. Imagine a fruit juice and think of olive oil as a fruit juice. Um, imagine extra virgin olive oil as a freshly squeezed juice. You're not going to leave it open for a long time, exposed to light, um, because it will degrade. So, yeah, I, I think that's important that people buy olive oil that has the, the stamp on it of when it was processed. And several of them from California have that. If you get them from Europe, I don't, I don't think they have them. Or if you do, remember, this thing's been on a boat. They don't put them on a jet plane. That thing's been on a boat or sitting right now. They're sitting out to the sea, half of them, um, you know, waiting to, waiting to, uh, to get off the boat. So, so um, even though it seems neat to buy Italian olive oil, uh, you're not dealing with fresh olive oil, I don't think. Do you? No, they can be. You know, it depends on, you're right. You know, we have to look at when it was manufactured, what lot it was. But more importantly is right on the bottle when you open it. So if you have a bottle and it's kept in a cool, dark place, um, you know, not extremely high temperatures, it may not start to degrade. But immediately when it's exposed to oxygen and light, it will slowly start to degrade. So when I open a bottle of olive oil, and I go through them very quickly, uh, I write the date that I opened that bottle. You know, all oils with the highest level of heart-healthy compounds tend to be more pungent and peppery. Uh, if it tastes like, if it doesn't taste like anything, it may not even be a very good olive oil to begin with. Um, but let's talk a little bit about these studies. Um, so we looked at 90,000 U.S. healthcare professionals, and consuming even a small amount of olive oil was associated with reduced, reduced mortality. Um, and we're not talking about a lot of olive oil. The amount we consume in the United States is trivial compared to the amount consumed uh, in most countries. Uh, here we, in this study, those who consume the greatest amount, which was, you know, half a tablespoon per day, which is not very much. I consume probably five times that amount, um, had 19% uh, lower mortality risk over a 28-year follow-up, uh, starting with an average age of 56. But, you know, we've already known that, um, you know, we have lots of data that support our current dietary recommendations to increase the intake of olive oil and other well, unsaturated well, How much vegetables. olive oil should you take or can't or would, you, would be a good amount of olive oil to take a day? Well, in, in this study, and you have to go by studies, I mean, the, the people in the highest consumption group uh, consume greater than a half a tablespoon per day. Uh, I mean, if I put half a tablespoon on my bread, I'm going to think I didn't put any on my bread. Um, and again, yeah, I mean, that's a low amount because uh, yeah. we tend to do the same thing. We take bread and and, and dip it in olive oil and um, um, eat that hey, at night. You, know? you, you have, you know, the highest fiber breads you can get. 
but we've known that replace it's not just the olive oil it's what we're replacing we're taking these you know mufa or monounsaturated fatty acids and replacing some very bad fats in our diet um and we know that that improves our overall health and longevity so it's not just you know i've mentioned cardiac support and i mentioned other things uh one of the things it's hard to control for when you read a study is you know the the group that took in the most olive oil often tend to be healthier than the average u.s population their body mass indexes when i looked at the the study constituents their body mass index was lower they ate more fruits and vegetables um you know unfortunately in this study they didn't distinguish between virgin olive oil extra virgin olive oil and refined or processed olive oil so i would suggest everybody buy extra virgin olive oil rather than virgin olive oil and definitely not refined or processed olive oil um because you're degrading you're getting rid of a lot of those essential you know ingredients that are good for us um and during some of these studies, you know, participants had to, you know, respond to questionnaires. So we would find out about salad dressing, baking, frying, sauteing, you know, what you spread on your uh, bread. And, you know, did you use margarine or butters or what kind of dairy fats did you use? So we have a lot of data on these. So in the next talk, we're going to talk about some of the things, um, you know, we're spacing this into two different talks because it's such a big topic. And yeah, I would like to, I would like to hear your thoughts about margarines, butters, you know, uh, olive oil, which, which oils should we use? Why don't we talk about that in our next talk? And we'll, we'll talk about, you know, the deaths that occurred for cardiovascular disease, cancer, neurodegenerative diseases, Parkinson's disease, respiratory diseases, because those are all things that we have data on right now. Um, so, right. you know, I think I it's know. a good thing. Yeah, that's, that's a great talk. All right. So, uh, stay tuned. We're going to have our next discussion continuing on olive oil and other other foods uh, such as uh, butter or margarines and what effect they have on our uh, longevity. If you if you like our podcast, please subscribe to it and please uh, tell your friends about our podcast. Uh, Alan, do you have anything else to say? No, Bill. We have a lot more interesting information coming up in the next podcast and many more to come. And we really appreciate everybody taking time out of their valuable and stressful days in this era uh, to listen to these podcasts. So stay safe and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.